obesity. Guys, we just finished. <laughs> we were actually so cringe. We're, gro- mm, we're still cringe a bit though. No, I think we've we've learned from the cringiness. But it's, I don't know, it's part of the process. No, like, it's so many things I feel like I'm going to watch back later. And, and I'm just like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> Bienvenido a un nuevo episodio de las primeras chicas podcast. Yo soy Jen. You're so favor. Yes, come on. What, um, what, what does that mean? My name's Favor. You are Favor. I'm. I, I am, am Favor. favor. Oh, cool. <laughs> ¿Cómo, ha tu, ¿Cómo ha pasado? No, wait. Rewind. ¿Cómo ha pasado mm-hmm. to um, Semana? Um, semana es but. Wait, <laughs> you're close. Can you relax so we actually speak the language? <laughs> Go on. I'm not looking at you, no pressure. Okay, no pressure. Tomás es personal. <laughs> Como estás? A true Spanish babe. Honestly, it's not true. <laughs> It's so natural, man. Hi, guys. Welcome Hello. to a brand new episode. We are episode four? Yeah, season two. Already? Mm-hmm. Like, actually, already. Time is flying. It's flying. So Next, you know, quick. we episode 10, episode 15, Ep- episode 100. Whoa. Because if we add it all together, it probably would be. Yeah, we'd get very close. Yeah, reaching yeah. that number. Wow. Anyway, how how has your week been, Favor? My week has been the same. How's your week? <laughs> no, Favor. I feel like can you okay at least take out one thing from a week that you thought yeah. Oh, the fact that I had a break. <laughs> if you from working, <laughs> she had to fight for this break. Yeah, that's the and do you know what's so crazy? I was like. I feel so happy today. Yeah. And I went to the kitchen. I was like, why am I feeling so happy? I was like, oh, yes, I'm right. not working. Yeah. Nah, mm-hmm. man, stress is too much. They can't mm-hmm. kill me. I'm too young. No, it's true. I said I want to work for money, but not die for money. No, so if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. Come on, beat me in my house. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it, man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not doing you it. Them. It's too much. Like, And I feel like sometimes it's almost like you're a number and you, you can tell that you are. It's like, if you don't do certain things, it's like, like wait hold on i'm a human with emotions and yeah. i can only do with my human abilities so yeah. relax man i'm not a robot that's but, yeah, true that's true my week has been amazing because i had a break that's good <clears throat> what about you i was waiting for you to answer the question uh, okay you okay. asked it three seconds late but i forgive you okay Jen. um you know what it's been a great week for me mm-hmm. i can't lie i feel like last week was a very emotional week for me um i was actually listening to a podcast um by what's her name steph is it is it stephanie ike or ike or ike how do you say her name i don't even know who you're talking about <laughs> she's that um pastor from america she's like skin very pretty very beautiful stephanie and she no Okay, anyway, I'm gonna call her Stephanie Ike. So basically, she's got she's got a podcast with I, I don't know if she alternates the people that like get like are on it, but in the one that I was watching, they were talking about um discerning your emotions, like discerning between your emotions and like the voice of God. So not allowing mm. yourself to be 
led by your emotions and when you do feel whatever emotions that you feel making sure that you are subjective to god about those emotions yeah and i feel like it really spoke to me in regards to last week because i feel like i was basing my reaction and my emotions on what i could physically see and that was obviously affecting me and then based on my emotions my mind was going everywhere the way i was reacting to things it was just very negative and i was having so much doubt and negativity and like a lack of faith in me which i honestly felt like really bad about and i just repented towards the end of the week but um that really put things into perspective for me in terms of the season that i'm in and how i'm reacting to it with my emotions Mm. and it's not to say that i'm not allowed to feel things but it's like if i'm feeling you know a very extreme emotion of like anything negative or positive it's like okay i can feel it but now let me go to god to it because if i then go to god he can then lead me into how i can handle the situation and things like that yeah i feel like that um that shows a lot of strength because having emotions is natural like we all have emotions yeah but to be able to um understand your emotions and and acknowledge that this is an emotional response that's strength yeah because sometimes a lot of a lot of things that happen is like oh it's not me it's just things happening to me but most times it's really how you respond to things exactly that actually makes a difference like things happen all the time you you don't have control over life itself and Mm. what happens on a daily basis but your response is something you have a control over and most times your response is highly linked to emotions Mm -hmm. and it's not always bad because you need emotions to survive yeah of course yeah if you don't have control over it then it it controls you and Mm -hmm. then the outcome is never the best so the fact that you you acknowledge that is amazing that's that's actually yeah i love that i love that for you yeah and so yeah it's been it's been a positive week i feel like because i've been i've been fasting from the world this week basically oh yeah Jen, Jen said everyone bye bon you no, I don't want to see you no more <laughs> no literally I have to send letters to get through to Jen <laughs> I, I sent a postman to be like hi Jen because I didn't see Jen 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 doesn't exist she everything said bye but it doesn't make sense how you knew about the Instagram post the Instagram yeah you told me about the Instagram post before oh because when when you were messaging me I'd said let me check and see what the responses oh, are oh okay okay and then all of that so stuff. you came back to the world for like a split second literally I've been got, coming back to the world for about <clears throat> five minutes and then I leave because I feel like you know what guys I feel like every week I, I'm just I'm just giving testimony upon testimony every week that we're on here I just feel like when you like I said when you realise emotions and all of that stuff and then you're intentional with how you want your relationship with God to be the way he just reveals things to you and the calm and peace like guys I have you know I don't, I don't even want to get into it too much. but let me just say that God is good all the time all the time what happened <sighs> I don't want to go... Di- no, it's not even anything major. No, we need to start... Do you know what I've realised? We actually need to start sharing testimonies because no, you, don't, you do. don't know who's listening and yeah. who might be inspired by what your your story is. I'm going to share mine in due time because I have things I want to share, but not now. Why? But I will definitely sharing. share. But if you have anything you want to share, I think you should definitely go um, for it. I think something that at the start of the week... And I kid you not, you know when I sent you that voice note about that interview, this literally happened straight after because I was still in a in a in a in a what's it called in a environment of like prayer. Yeah. And because guys, when I tell you, yeah, this season that I'm in, it's been happening since November, December. When I say I'm tired, I'm actually tired. Like I, I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go to sleep. That's how tired I am. And 
I was kind of feeling that emotion. And then God just said to me, oh, I wrote it down. I didn't even have my notebook. I don't know why I'm looking. But he basically said that he knows, I feel like crying now. Oh my God, no, I'm gonna cry. Is this the first emotional tears? No, I shall not allow it to cry, be. Man. I'm not gonna cry. Jen is a very emotional person. I'm not gonna Jen. cry on camera. I'm not gonna, I can really see the tears. <laughs> No, basically, he said that. Um, oh god, I don't want to get emotional. This is embarrassing. This is oh. emotions are not embarrassing. Yeah, but I don't want the world to see. Gosh. Um, he basically said that. I'm trying to remember. He basically said that he knows how hard it's been for me. He understands. He sees me. He hears me. And throughout everything he's been with me and there's a reason why I've been going through this and it's been a way of preparing me for the new season because if everything that has happened to me has not happened then it, I, I would not be prepared for what's to come like I had to be I've had to experience things and develop a mindset and develop things physically in order for me to receive what I'm about to receive. And he said that it's gonna end very, very soon. I just need to, he, no, yeah, I remember, the last thing was to keep going. He just said to me, keep going. So that has really encouraged me this week. And then obviously I've been fasting. I've been very, very intentional in what I've been consuming, making sure that it's the right, it's like the word of God coming from the right people, not just yeah. anything. Yeah, 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 um, so yes, yeah, so I've been very intentional with that and, you know, especially like today and yesterday when I've been in times of prayer God has really comforted me he's really you know just like instilled strength and peace in me and yeah man we'll we'll just see what happens in the next couple of days weeks hours we'll just see and you know so what's so beautiful about that is sometimes you may not even see it, but that you're literally growing yeah because you don't really grow in times of com- when you're comfortable like even there's this example that I love that I've heard before is like when you're trying to like refine gold, you need to put it in the fire mm-hmm. and it to mold it to what you want yeah, it to be. Yeah, and it's almost yeah. like you're of of course the situation is obviously not ideal, but like how do you when you see things in your life and you're able to overcome them easier? It's because you've gone through something that was yeah. similar to that before mm-hmm. that your resistance and your ability to, to overcome it is getting better yeah like yeah. the more obviously I don't, I don't want to go through stressful <laughs> but i know that the more you go through the easier it becomes for you to just navigate through life and yeah and have a better response mm-hmm. especially if you have if you're very very in touch with you're present in the situation like mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. very you're very much aware that something's happening to you sometimes people go through things and, and they don't actually know anything's happening yeah but they just, they like, just it's like they're very overwhelmed but they're not really sure of what's overwhelming them but you know exactly yeah. your source you know yeah. this is what's the issue this is it you're able to acknowledge that this is the problem mm. and i'm going to get through get through this so amazing i love it growth we love this new gen. Yay! <laughs> I didn't want to cry, but bloody hell. Why are you trying to pretend? Don't cry for everything. No, I literally cry for I, everything. I'm, I'll never forget sixth form time. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> sixth form. What Let happens? me tell you guys. So, like, we were at the chapel because <clears throat> we went to a Catholic school, girls' school. You don't know. You don't even know the story. No, I don't. <laughs> so we went to. We both went to a girls' Catholic school. Yeah. And on our, we had like a, a final mass day, and. People were getting emotional, but there was a girl, I don't know who was singing, but people were kind of getting emotional, but no one was really crying. Next thing I saw, 
Because we're both in different classes. We call it Forbes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked at her so gen. Just literally, like, <laughs> not crying, no. Like, this girl was in full-on tears, like, howling. Like, <laughs> I, I, I said, that's, I don't know this girl. Why is it only you? And people are doing this, like, you think someone died. Everyone's trying to comfort her. I, sit, I, I looked at her, I was like, why are you the only person crying like this? And the way you're crying with so much energy, like, it's like something really happened. Nothing happened. We're gonna see each other again. Like, most of the no, people that were friends with me, we are still friends now. Literally. So yeah, it was the funniest thing to see that <laughs> out of everybody, she was the only one that was really, really crying. And because she was crying so much, people started to feel like, oh, I should feel emotional. <laughs> so it started off with like a little domino effect, and then people did. Oh, why are you guys crying? Oh, like, my belly. Why are you all crying? It didn't make a sound. That day, I said, okay, now I know who this person is. <laughs> I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna say nothing when she wants to cry cry <laughs> but yeah Jen's very emotional no I am and it's okay it's actually okay it's it nothing is. wrong with it it is anyway um, on to that before we start so because so I was hearing this you know what people need to have shame in public no because why are you on the bus and you're just exposing your whole business on the phone Oh, yeah, people, <laughs> please. People do that all the time. What, but, what, what, what did you see? But it prompted me a thought of because this girl was talking about money and how she'll like, um, like there will be so many things happening to her until she gets to a point where she just sleeps for ages and da da da. And it made me think, what was the question I wrote on my phone? Sorry. Okay, no problem. It was like the very last thing because it came after. <clears throat> It made me think, how can we make the most of this life that we have? Because the way that this girl was... No, no, not yet. Um, yeah, because the way this girl was just describing life, money, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. And I was like, surely this can't be it. Yeah. Like, surely this can't be it. And I'm in two ways about it. Because when I, when I asked myself that, and I was trying to think of an answer, one came from just being a human, and one came from being a believer. From the believer side, because I was listening to um, Pastor Mike Todd. He's got this um, series right now about the kingdom. It's actually so good. Like, when you listen to it, it makes sense, and it's like, wow. And um, I was listening to... The, I'm a bit half and half of my no i get it i've been feeling like that but this message it it actually makes sense and i haven't finished watching it but he was talking about how when it because obviously you have the kingdom which is you know heaven and everything but he was saying that the point of i guess earth was so god could expand his kingdom so obviously initially before adam and eve um before they ate the fruit it was meant to kind of be like a heaven on earth type of thing and it was like a extension of the kingdom and obviously everything happened yeah and from my perspective of being a believer and of making the most of the life that we have the way that i view it is that i'm just expanding the kingdom like the reason why i'm here is to expand the kingdom of god whatever um purpose he has instilled in me that's my role so obviously when we go to heaven and there's a new earth a new heaven it's just a continuation of that but then i started to think of it from a just a human perspective Mm -hmm. and i was just like how can we make the most of life because the way that especially in a western society the way that there's a certain linear way of living you go to school you finish university you have a job you have your friends your social life you have your family you settle down your pension da 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 and that's it but it's like sh- like what can we do to make sure that there's just more to it than just work okay 
<clears throat> there's two well i have i have two answers there's yeah. a collective one there's an individual one mm-hmm. i feel like the collective answer is just live your life and do what you want yeah and that way you can live life to the fullest because mm-hmm. if you do if there's an element of like i'm doing this because i want to do this then you're living your life to its fullest yeah but from an individual perspective i always go back to this thing take fear out of the equation once fear is out you really would be your best version of yourself 100 percent. and with, without fear you see that people i don't know if you've ever met someone that has no fear you can just tell like they, they can literally just they can sell them they could what what they're doing might not be the best but mm. because there's no fear in them there's a level of it's very convincing it's yeah. like it's very it's like i believe this because you've said this is correct and clearly you're very very convinced about this mm. then I feel like from an individual person, for me personally, the way I would say for me to live my best life is to take away the element of fear mm. and do whatever. It's still going back to doing whatever you want to do, but sometimes sometimes whatever you want to do, if you're still a bit fearful, you might not do it fully. Yeah, so like yeah. me just being able to be like, I'm not fearful. This is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. For me, that's the best way. Because then we all have, you be shocked the amount of things that people have thought about, but it's never yeah, come to pass. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they've never done anything towards it because they're just like, well i'm not good enough anyway mm. oh i don't have this or yeah but that yeah. why is there a bot there mm. do it i'm saying this not, i'm not there yet but like to, i know if i get to that that stage that's when i know that like, yes i've i've really arrived because at this yeah. point i'm unstoppable i can literally do anything, anything and yeah. not nobody can stop me mm-hmm. literally no one so for me that's one thing i know for me if i was to, if i was to take away completely and be fearless definitely mm. definitely i would do i would literally live my life to its fullest because we, we all have individual life processes yeah but what tends to happen is because people are so faithful it's easier to copy someone else's life journey because this is what they've done and it's worked i rather stay safe and yeah, copy see what, something familiar yeah, that looks yeah. Familiar, and copy them and and because that's worked but if you took fear away from everything you'd be like i want to do i have things Why? i want to yeah, do yeah even if even if it doesn't work i'm still going to do it that's why me like for mm. me yeah that's that's for, that's my answer anyway no i actually because i don't have an answer myself so i'm just like but i did i remember i did see it i think it was a tiktok or uh, a reel where a girl said that it's really important to kind of linking it to what you're talking about about being fearless it's really important to go out there and live in your purpose because your purpose could be a defining moment for someone else mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like you know like for example I don't know, I can't think of an example, but for example, like if someone's purpose is to be like a teacher or something and they allowed fear, you know, their opinions of other people to not get them there, five years down the line, there could be someone that needed you as a teacher, that needed your advice, needed your support that could have been just a life-changing thing for them but because you decided to to let other people's opinions um get to you now you can't be in your purpose and now there's someone down the line that you know however it is that their life has turned out so yeah i think being fearless and yeah and talking about purpose as well one thing i've noticed people feel like purpose has to be this big grand Mm-mm. um saving the world type of no, thing where no. and they're like i don't know what i don't know my purpose i don't know and it's like you do know your purpose what do you like doing yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's honestly sometimes it's not for everybody some people is a bit more like very very you need to do a lot of discovery but sometimes mm. it's literally down to what you actually like to do that comes very natural to you yeah taking away people watching you or being shy or being fearful just what you what if you were to do something right now that you'd be like, this is really, I would love to do this forever and ever, 
if I wasn't so shy. Mm-mm, that's mm-mm. that's actually your purpose. Yeah. That's what I think anyway. Because I, I I sometimes heard people like I don't mean or, or there's, one, there's a popular one I always hear. I don't have a talent. I have I don't know my purpose. And it's mm. like it's because you're really deepening it too much. Like and people think it's it's something that's meant to bring you some kind of recognition, fame, yeah, money. Yeah, and it's not that because like. I remember I said to one of my friends because she kept saying to me, I'm, "I don't have a talent." I was like, "Your talent is being intelligent. You mm. are, you are so like this girl helped me throughout my uni degree. <laughs> she knows herself. Yeah, we we're, were housemates. Like she genuinely helped me, and she was so. But she saw herself as a person that didn't have talent. It made yeah. me. And to me, I was like, I was so baffled because I'm like, you are so intelligent. Like the way you you understand information and and absorb information is so different. Like yeah. we 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 would be in the same lectures here. Should we? We both heard the same things. But you just and then she would explain to me a different way. I'm like, that's the level of intelligence you have to get to, to yeah. be able to transfer the information in common sense language. Yeah, that's a talent. Common no, sense because language. I'm hearing, I'm hearing la la la. And she's like, well, actually, and I was like, this is my English. Yeah, but then when she broke it out to me, <laughs> it changed my life completely. Yeah, no, like everything true. changed, and I was like, oh my gosh, is that what it was? Mm. That's her talent. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. your talent could be something that. You're, you disregard as like I'm just good at it no mm. <laughs> not everybody's mm. as good as you in that yeah. in that field or whatever it is but yeah but yeah that's why I just wanted to just add my no 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 it's true my it's true um, so guys if you're in a in a place where it's like purpose purpose sometimes remember it's literally not about it doesn't have to get you fame it doesn't have to get you talent it doesn't have to get you recognition yeah 100%. it can literally be you're a teacher you're a doctor you I don't know you're meant to there's something there's an aura about you that helps people that comes that can literally yeah, be your purpose definitely that can literally be your purpose but speaking of purpose right so it's my turn today to be smart and deep and think of questions wow and i'm calling this an episode of reflection thank you so favor yeah we're going to go back to your childhood okay therapist how would you describe your childhood Okay, so mine, um, I've had two experiences. Okay. So there's my childhood in Nigeria and oh, my okay. childhood here. Mm-hmm. So my childhood in Nigeria is very much, I was just very, I was very brave. I didn't really, I genuinely thought I was like, no one could do anything to me. Mm. I, I felt like very invincible, mm-hmm. strong. I was really bold. Like I genuinely, <laughs> I can't explain it. Like if you ask a lot of my cousins, they'll tell you favors that person that, I would be like, who's who? Let's go and beat the person. Up. I was that person. <laughs> I was ready to tussle, and I was so small. Yeah. I was tiny. <laughs> but like the childhood, I remember was being very, very like, <clears throat> very free, um, happy about life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the only thing I, I sort of didn't, I wasn't happy with, is because I didn't feel like we had enough. Even though it never, it never felt like we were poor, but I just felt like when you look at other kids, you're like, oh, they have this, they have that. So I had to be very imaginative and imagine things so me, me and my, my siblings would create different stories mm. and because we didn't have the stuff that people had like we didn't have yeah. toys and have all of that we just had to just we had ourselves like yeah, yeah. so it's me and my two brothers so we really had to be very very creative of what we did mm-hmm. and we wasn't really allowed out as much because our parents were very very faithful i don't know why it's nigeria i know but i like, would be too but like, we lived in a very secure place and mm. kids were playing out but we wasn't allowed to go out but then now i'm grown i know why Okay. Because it's a lot of, like, just messed up things. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, then it didn't feel nice. So I had to, like, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I want to go and buy something. So that, that was the only time I was allowed to leave my house. So I'll take that opportunity <laughs> and meet all my friends. <laughs> On the way I'll to I'll go to everyone's house and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm just passing by and I'll stay there for... And then I'll come back and my dad will be like, 
Where have you been? Where did you go to? <laughs> and I would make up anything. But yeah, my childhood when I was in Nigeria was amazing mm-hmm. in that sense. But it wasn't amazing in, in the sense of like not having enough. Um, yeah, there's a lot more, but I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna expose my life on the internet. <laughs> no, no, no. Because people sometimes people don't feel like don't actually know like some people d- didn't have anything like it's true just like, because you see them now hmm. you don't know what yeah, yeah we didn't have yeah anyways <laughs> so but i've always been even though we didn't have much i feel like my parents and my siblings we just made the best of what we had so we didn't really football which is funny but we were really really we didn't really have anything literally yeah, like yeah. we didn't have anything but we were able to just get by and then i think that's something that's kept stayed with me for even till now that like, even when i have money i don't feel the need to, um to overspend like, i have this ability to just keep and save because yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not that pushed to buy so much stuff because I'm, I'm okay without having it because anyways so that's my childhood in nigeria now I'm moving to England. Boy, I hated it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I when I first, I first, I, the imagination I had of here was going to be amazing. Yeah. I thought you'd be walking on gold. Like, the, the, honestly, man, these people are liars. They sold, you, <laughs> they sold me dreams. So it's I like got, stepping on people's spitting bud. Disgusting. <laughs> but anyways, got here now, and it was just a shock of like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Initially, when I first came, I was so happy to see everything because I was finally happy to see the um, we, be with my mom again and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But after that, after the whole excitement phase is gone, I was like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> what is this ghetto and country?" And like, I'm looking at people. I just didn't get them. <laughs> and they didn't get me. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me, and I'm like, "We see each other." And then I became so quiet because mm. I didn't understand how to, like, I yeah. didn't know. I didn't understand what was going on. Like, mm. I and I understood I was in a different country, but it was very. It, just the behaviors of people is very different. Mm-hmm. So I was used to just being able to do whatever I want to do. If I want to fight, so I'm gonna fight them. If I want to be like there was no restrictions. Whereas here is like I'm telling Miss something about this. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Why are you telling Miss for? We could just fight now. We were, we were just, <laughs> <laughs> you know this involved, It's between me and you. Everything's just like. Oh so basically, God. everyone here was a coward. Very weird. So yeah. I, I just thought, okay, I have to readjust now because I can't be going around just being very like the typical <laughs> favor. People. Not just being people like just it was just very different. Yeah. And there was a very interesting way that, and I wouldn't say I got bullied, but I would say you know the whole everyone gets teased when you have the African accent. Yeah. So in year six, but with me because I was so quiet, they really didn't know what else to do. <laughs> so in the first, the first, I remember the first few weeks they would try to like mimic the way I would say things. After that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to say nothing. Mm. So I, I became so quiet. quiet yeah. And then they didn't know what else to say to me. So they were trying to make me speak and they would mm. come and speak to me. So it's like, the teasing didn't last very long because I was like, what the hell? This girl's not speaking to us. <laughs> we can't mimic silence. Like, I can't. So then, then, then I, I found people that were very, they were trying to like get me to speak to them. And when I would go home, they didn't know that I was a talkative. But mm. to them, my teachers would always say to my mom like, oh, this girl is so quiet very well behaved and your mom's looking at you like mom's like which girl was well behaved and quiet <laughs> she didn't she didn't get it she was so confused but yeah. it got me far like i was getting all these awards for different things for being the best to the best because i didn't speak <laughs> how do you honestly that's that's all that's all it was no it is i didn't speak is. about anything so whoever said yeah mm. i said yes <laughs> and no that's it i and i was so peaceful like if you oh, speak to me yes. you know that person you can speak to for hours and just that was yeah, me. So yeah, girls yeah. would come to me and, and rant about things. I'd be like, mm. <laughs> and they're like, oh, thank favor. And they'll take me with them. Because I didn't say anything. So they honestly couldn't. So that was the way I escaped teasing, kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> them kids are 
Kids, nah, kids are horrible. Kids are demons. No, they're actually So horrible. I would say, like, coming to England, it wasn't what I expected. And my childhood, I feel like that little phase kind of altered my personality. Mm. So then it made me feel confused of who I actually was. So I wasn't sure if I was still the same bold um, yeah. person I was before coming. Now that I'm really quiet now, and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but it's like, I was also so quiet because I was trying to understand. And because... Have you heard Birmingham accent? Hey. I heard when on the bus today, I said, I, she was talking about something and I just immediately assumed she was racist. <laughs> because, because you're talking a lot and you're saying they, 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 they. I can't tell if it's, you're being actually racist or if it's the accent. Yeah. So there was racist. that, like, I genuinely was trying to understand what yeah, they were the saying. Accent, so it's yeah. like, there's so many things, man, just readjusting. So it really affected my, who I was, like the, the favorite I was before coming was not the same pe- same person. And I feel like it took a while to eventually slowly get to myself. Cause even, even in secondary school, I feel like you guys didn't really get the full version of me. I was still very mm. much like, keep to myself, just stay low key. Even though yeah. staying low key didn't work. Cause like once they knew I could sing, it was over for me. That was it. it was favor, 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 favor. So for, till year yeah. seven, year eight, year nine, I was still chilling. Cause that's the that's the life that I was used to now. Yeah. I'm not used to being a talkative person unless you're my friend. So now I've adjusted to being that person. Like I only talk to you a lot if you're mm, my friend. Mm. If you're not my friend, I'm not really speaking. Yeah. But I wasn't always like that when I was younger. What? <laughs> I'll talk to anybody and anybody. Everyone knew me. Yeah. I was that kid that was. I don't know if you've seen little kids that are just doing the most. That was me. Like I was every, every auntie. I was their daughter. That's how much I was Aww. so involved. Like, and I would get free things. I was that kid that was very much. Auntie, 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 auntie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, I, and I would go to your house with boldness. Ah, and say, auntie, I just want to get my hair done. And she would do my hair for free. That's t- that's the type oh, of child wow. I was. So to go from that and being very quiet, it was very, it was just it weird. Was, it was a big contrast. But I knew I was quiet, but I didn't know how to even speak anymore. So like, after you've been quiet for so long, it was hard for me to even change and be a talkative person. Mm. So I feel like I really... My childhood really, yeah, it really altered my personality. To wow. Be fair. Yeah, the transition was weird. Are you going to ask me the question? What was the question? <laughs> that was what that was. How would you describe your childhood? What aspect? No. Oh, oh. Hmm. okay. How would you describe your childhood? Ah, you are eager today, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, how would I describe Jen's childhood? I think that I went through, I don't want to say multiple, but I definitely went through identity crises. Yeah. Crises. Crisis? Crisis is not crisis. Just crisis. Um, So obviously, I lived in Spain for about five years, which was, it was great. I I mean, obviously, when you're young, you don't really perceive the negatives and you don't really, um, you don't really fully understand, like, the racism and the discrimination, all of that stuff. From my experience, I had fun. I was like, this is cool. Um, Yeah, I had an identity crisis because where we were based... Because when I think about it now, it is quite a very, like you do have your, your, um, your, what's the right word? Immigrants, ethnics, foreigners, what would you call it? I don't even know. They're all, it is what it is, man. You can say whatever you want Non-Spanish people. There are, there are. Oh, ethnic minorities. Ethnic minorities. But it is a very white populated city. And so for me, I remember there was a time where, um, 
because obviously, like I said in one of the episodes, we lived like in a place run by nuns. I was literally like, I want to be white. I am sick and tired of being a black girl because everyone else is white. Everyone gets, t- I get treated differently. And, and I remember like the mom was like, no, but Jen, like you're beautiful the way that you are. Like, look, your palms are white. I said, this, what's this? It's like, enough. I want my entire body to be white. Mm. Um, and my school as well, there wasn't that many black people. There was me, there was a mixed race kid in my class. And I remember, our pastor's kids went there, but they were older, so I didn't really have that much that much interaction. And then I remember my first ever racist experience. I was baffled. I said, "What is this? I genuinely don't know what's going on. Like, why am I being attacked? Because I'm." The guy called me poo. He said I was a monkey. He said to, he told me to go back to where I came from, and I was just like, "What did I actually do?" I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> Right, we're ending the episode <laughs> because my trauma and you want to laugh. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> wow, we're ending the episode, guys. It's like <laughs> my trauma. <laughs> what is so funny about being called a poo monkey? Go back to your country. It's, it's never the monkey for a second. The guy called me poo. A poo. Okay, Jen. Okay, no, no, that's terrible. No. Yeah. And how, I remember... How dare you call No, it and the thing is, I remember this so clearly. I said, but your breath smells like... Smells crap and you're telling me I am poo. No, it's usually the, the worst people that can tell you because they're projecting in it. And the, and the thing, when I think back at it, he was only in the... I think I must have been like nursery reception. He was only in the, in the year above me. So to think that someone that young was already saying those things is mad. So yeah, so I was having a whole identity crisis... Um, in Spain and then we moved here and it was like I don't know it was fascinating to see the variety of different people okay it was fascinating I definitely did feel a lot more comfortable here than I did in Spain in regards to like my identity but it was hard because when I came I didn't know a single word of English so for me it was I had to communicate through Sign language. Yeah. That's that's all you have to say. <laughs> I had to communicate. And I remember there was a time where I think I, I created a Lego and it broke somehow, but I didn't know how to express that my toy has been broken. Like, who did it? Like, what's happened? And I just cried. And the teacher was like, oh, no. It's like, and I remember sitting. Is this appropriate? I can't remember. I remember sitting on the teacher's lap. It was a man. I don't think it was appropriate. Man, the amount of things that happened in prim- <laughs> my primary school. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> come back to that one. But and I just remember, like that was the only way I could express was just through my. Em- Maybe that's why I'm emotional through my emotions because nobody, even through doing this, I, nobody could understand me. So I had to cry for people to be like, <laughs> for people to be like, oh okay, so she's upset about her toy. Mm. So there was coming here not being able to like properly express myself and then just the way that british schools work yeah compared to being in spain i was like wow man it's it's a it's completely different i said wow wow but yeah i think my childhood was a lot of just trying to figure out who I am, what I am. And then I, I remember us saying in a, in a previous episode how we internalise what people have said about us. So I feel like through my 
uh, what's the word through my trying to discover who I am and trying to settle into a new country and obviously like you said you just become quiet and reserved I guess that's where people got my reservedness from yeah same no mine I know mine definitely wasn't natural because because mm. The version I am at home, it, it I get you. You're more comf- You speak to you speak to people when you're when you're more comfortable with them. But there's a difference where you're just completely silent. Mm. That's almost like I think they call it selective mutism. Mu- mutism. Yeah. It's like you can speak, but you just you go like they sight and they silent. I wasn't saying anything. Mm. That's when you know this is a problem. Like mm. I'm not, I'm not even able, able to express when I'm not happy with something or when I am happy with something. Like. It's almost like I don't have a voice. Mm, mm, that was that, yeah, boy. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Next at question. All. Um, should I ask this question? I don't know. What aspects of being young do you miss? That's the thing. I don't miss being young in England. Not gonna lie. Okay. Hated it. Okay. I'll say I miss being young in Nigeria. The aspect I miss is being just so free mm. and feeling like I can do anything. And slowly I got that back, but it took a while though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that in in that I call it silent confidence that you you can do anything. Like you don't have to say it, but I just always felt like yeah, I favor can do it. Like, yeah. Who like if you can do it, I can do it. Like I've always felt, but when I was younger, but I, I kind of lost it along the way. So I would say I missed that aspect because, because having that made me explore a lot when I was younger. I was that kid that was like speaking to different people. Mm. I don't know. I just love the freedom of going to different places and knowing when to be, to run away when there's danger. Like I was just very free. Like I was free, but wasn't, I wasn't stupid. Yeah. Like I, I, I love that freedom of just doing whatever you want. And there was no, I didn't feel like. You weren't limited by stuff. Yeah. And I was like. I, I don't need money I don't need nothing I have myself I can mm. do anything and mm. I did a lot like I was that kid but um, yeah that's something I miss is there something you wish was different that would that would have had a different outcome now so do you do you wish that there's something in your childhood that was done differently or had happened or hadn't happened that you feel like would have given you a different outcome now if that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm not going to completely share that on the internet. Oh, okay. Fair enough. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> what I would say is... Make up your mind favour. No, one thing I would say that it, it would have made... Then again, I'm conflicted though. I, I would say money. Like, because we, okay. we wasn't rich. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't... I didn't grow up being rich. Mm. But that kind of made me be... A, like, right now, I'm, I feel like if I didn't have that, would I be as... Um, driven okay so i'm not sure if i want to yeah. take that out do you get what i'm trying to say like, yeah, I, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, would, it would have been nicer if i had that because it would be like when i hear people talk about their families going on like family holidays like we didn't have that i didn't have yeah. family holidays like wait we could just afford to just live <laughs> <laughs> family holiday what the hell what is that my first holiday i took myself with my friends yeah and it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. i love that accomplishment of feeling like yeah i sponsored this holiday myself that like, mm-hmm. this is my i worked for this and I, this is my money yeah but would that would it be easier if I had a rich, rich parents and yes? I mean, I think most people would say yes to that. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah. it's like the reason I say I'm conflicted because like it it sort of shaped my personality, your perspective, perspective on life. On life. Stuff, so yeah. it's like, I don't know if I want to take it out. If I want to have right now, I don't want to be no. But if I was younger, would I want it? I don't know because like, it it made me like think outside the box and not be so like yeah i'm thinking that because if yeah. i feel like because you made do with what you had and you used your imagination like you never felt like you were lacking yeah like me yeah. And my, especially me and my brothers we would always create like fake scenarios and different mm-hmm. things and thinking about when people have money then you don't have to create those scenarios you can just go and see it yeah yeah so that's what i'm like i don't know if i, I want that but i know my life would have been easier yeah 
there's a lot of things that happened that just was all centered around money. Like we had no issues. Money was the only problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And you know what? I'd say your family is you. You guys are good, man. Yeah. Now you guys are good, so yeah. it's a positive thing. I would say the only thing that I can think of is that I wish that I was. I wouldn't say that my creativeness was suppressed because because I was an only child, I was able to be creative. Like I remember the way I used to dance in my room, the way mm. I used to act, the way I used to write songs, guys. I used to sit there and I was a songwriter. Singer songwriter is what I was. But I do wish that there's certain parts of my creativity that I wish my mom would allowed would have allowed me to be free with and explore. So for example, with my acting, I feel like if she allowed me to just, yeah, just kind of like delve into that and express myself, I think then maybe, who knows where I would be right now. Also, another thing, I was complaining to my mum the other day, I'm sick and tired, this is why I'm gonna be very careful. I'm sick and tired of adults doing things selfishly and not thinking about their offspring. Because I said to my mum, if my dad had taken his football career seriously, I would be a Nepo baby. I would be an Epo baby. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> I would actually be an Epo baby. Oh, wow. No, I need you to actually deep it. Guys, if my dad had taken his football, because I think he was signed to like two, three different clubs, right? Imagine if he signed to more, richer, more money. He took it seriously. By now, he obviously would be retired, but he'd still have money. I would be a Nepo baby. I would be somewhere. I could be an influencer. My acting career, I could have done something with it, but no, because he... So are you saying the same thing as me then? You need money. It's not money, it's my dad. I'm confused. No, it's my... if he had taken his football careers, if he didn't ruin it, I would be in a different position. But isn't that money? <laughs> yeah, but it's my dad. And his football career. Oh my goodness. Well, I okay. could be a Nepo baby. I thought you were going to actually be serious about And I'm being, I'm, I'm, not, I'm being dead serious. So there's basically this, um, there's a really famous singer in Congo called, what's his name? Called Fiolomide. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that name already, boy. Say he actually, Kofi Olomide. Wow. <laughs> he actually broke up with his wife recently. And his daughter, because he took his career seriously, his daughter, you know that um that concert Beyonce did in Dubai? She got invited. She even wore a liputa on, on the red carpet. She wore traditional Congolese material on the red carpet. And I said, because your dad took his career seriously, you can do that. What am I doing? Exactly, what are you doing? I'm sick and tired of it. Right, well, no, what question. exactly are you doing? <laughs> I'm tired. If I talk. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Faber? I'm good. How are you, really? I'm very good. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you? I'm, st- I'm fighting. <laughs> I'm fighting. Okay, so what would you say? Now we're in the present. What would you say you have done that you feel proud of? Um. Okay, this is a, this is a bit not difficult for me but i feel like it's really hard for me to feel proud of things that i do because to me i don't see as it's not that deep Mm, okay so i don't know (laughs) i'm I'm being serious i generally most things that happen i'm just like it's just part of the things i have to do so i don't really but let me try and think okay i'll say i'm more I'm, i'm more proud of the fact that 
I'm slowly going back to my outspoken self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's taken a while, but now I'm just like, yeah, man, I'm tired of... I feel like I was pretending. You guys didn't know me. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm now you tired of pretending. And I love that for myself. Yeah. Because it's just... It's so... Re- the relief. Oh! Yeah. When I feel like... If I say what I want to say, you're not gonna beat me. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I thought before. But I felt like if I if I said certain things, it would offend people. I don't know where I got that yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, I, of course, I'm not going around offending people. Like, if you ask me something for my opinion, I would tell you. I would it. honestly yeah. tell you my opinion. Mm-hmm. And having that side of me coming back slowly is something that I'm really proud of because I realize it's not just I don't just have it with certain people. I have it with anybody that speaks to me and I'm like okay so this is really back now like you're really this person yeah. so yeah that I would guess would you say the podcast has contributed to it yes definitely because now I'm not because before before the podcast I didn't like to I don't do voice yeah. notes I still don't do voice notes no so to me doing this is crazy <laughs> like, and the fact that you actually edit the audio as yeah well. I edit the sound <laughs> no it's actually crazy I don't like I hate hearing my own voice yeah. I don't like speaking <clears throat> So doing all of this definitely because then uh, that element of is gone now. Like I've done it now. Mm, like mm-mm. people, I the way I sound is not that deep. Like just speak. Yeah. So that element is gone. But it's obviously still other parts of me. So I'll say yes. I'm proud. Okay, I'm proud of the podcast. Yeah. I'm proud of being being co- closer to the version of myself that I know that I am. I'm proud of. I don't know. That is that. That's it. Yeah. 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 Good. Good job. Um, I would say I don't know either because I feel like a lot of, and I'm constantly saying this, but a lot of my my defining years of my life, it's been given to other people. So I feel like what I've been doing, it hasn't necessarily been for me. It's just been for others. Yeah. So I feel like I haven't re- like even I remember I had an interview once and the person was like, so what have you? What are you proud of? The only thing I could think of was I I, I graduated. I was gonna say that, but then I, I've deep it's not like no, man. it's actually not. No, like it's, example. it's actually not because yeah, I was happy that I graduated, but it was more of a, oh god, it's over. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think I've, I've still I've still got um I've got plenty of time yeah, to do definitely. something yeah. to be proud of. Um, what would fifteen year old favor think of you now? What would they think and say? Oh my gosh, she was so happy and proud. Yeah. 15 i was going through so many identity crisis mm. it was so it was i was all over the place <laughs> i was bold but quiet mm. but reserved it was it everywhere was lot, yeah i don't know if you know but i i had my first fashion show when i was 14 was it 15 i had two fashion shows i had one i had one before basically i had so when i was younger i was that person i actually hosted two fashion shows i don't, mm. know, if, I don't know if you guys knew but the second one, I told you guys, and I was trying to get people to come. I think so. I think you did a lot of things. Yeah, so I remember. So. But like, so it's like, that side of me was dead. Like, I was that mm. person. Like, and I was even doing the whole, I was going to London every... Every like, weekend. I, no, I went to London like three times a week. Because I was yeah, part of the... Yeah. That was when I was 13. So when I, was, when I say that, when I was younger, I was reserved. I was reserved, but I was still very bold. Like, mm. So it didn't make that... Like, I was very confused. Like, it's like, I would do grand stuff, but... If you spoke to me, I didn't really have much yeah, to say. Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> is get a it? whole identity crisis. Like, it was very weird. Like yeah. I was that person that would do. Like I was on TV shows. I was here. Yeah, I was there. I remember that. I was literally in like a full on competition and had my whole family traveling you, out. You were like fourth place, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I was one. I was the youngest contestant. I was doing a lot. Like I was that person. She was that girl. But then if you came to me and the one, I was very much like, <laughs> don't talk to me. You talk too much, like. <laughs> 
unless I got comfortable, then, yeah. I, would, I, then I would really, but I was very quiet. They were like, she's so quiet. Mm. And my parents didn't get it. They're like, who is quiet? <laughs> <laughs> not my daughter. So, not my favor. 15 year old me would be like, I'm so happy that you're finally merging both element of yourself more and people starting to see that side of you like mm. it's good to work in silence i was that person i would work in. i would do things in silence i would only tell people if you need because I, I don't think you guys even knew that i was going london three times a week i knew in year eight i was going london three times a week like, i had the actual driver that would drive me i'll go go london and come back get ready and come to come to school i knew because she, she tell me oh yeah 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 guys the amount of boyfriends and husbands this girl had every a story jen i think i'd be like ah me is that how you would expose me on the internet well anyway <laughs> guys i do not know what she's talking about i deny everything she said okay but yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll be so proud of myself short and sweet yeah what would you want to ask me the question <sighs> this works both ways favor so what did you ask me uh, the 15 year old question where is it there. wait let me read <laughs> okay <laughs> What would your fifth? Nah, man, didn't we really wrote that? Okay, then you phrase it, rephrase it then. Okay, I'll rephrase it because ah, I don't understand how you've written all. it. So, okay, if you were to look back, <laughs> <laughs> I asked you to rephrase a couple of sentences you say okay. you look back. Ah. Your 15 year old self, yes, looking back at you now, mm-hmm. how would your 15 year old self feel about who you are now? I think 15-year-old Jen would be in disbelief because I feel like... So when I was 15, that was when I was depressed and time and life was very dark for me. And I genuinely could not... I don't even think if... I don't, I don't even think I could see myself at, like, at this point. So I think if 15-year-old me was to look at Jen be like number one why do you talk so much number mm. two you have another sibling where do they come from oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> literally yeah, yeah, yeah. so that means more work for you um they'd probably be like like how did you get from where where 15 year old me where i am to where you are like you have a podcast you have I don't know. I feel like my life is just so different that I feel like I would be in disbelief. Like, is that really me? Like literally, mm. because even then, like for me, church, I wouldn't say it was a chore, but it was just something I never really enjoyed going. Like I, I just like, it'd be like, oh, it's Sunday. It was a church. You, you, you hated. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it was a chore. Sorry, God, <laughs> but it was a chore. But at if, that stage. Yeah. Like, but if I was to look at myself, I'm like, oh my God, you enjoy church. You're part of a ministry. You open the door for people. You sit people down you know god honestly i think that if 15 year old me was to look at me now they, they'd honestly be like who, who like who is this and you're still friends with the same people Literally. no but i don't think no, sometimes no mm. i don't think like mm. you know how people talk about relationships and you don't you realize that sometimes the reason why relationships are so difficult is because the, the lack of communication is just complicated because when, when we deep it it's been it's been so many years but it doesn't feel like you don't there's no element of feeling bored or not knowing what to say it's literally been the same way yeah it has been since ever like it hasn't changed at all so that element it's not not everybody has that you know to be to consistently still have something to say (laughs) every time i see jen i still look at something there's something to say that's actually crazy no it is have you you thought about that like wait hold on like okay so you never ever get bored of like saying stuff to this one person every time it's mad that's actually crazy it's crazy because it's been especially the fact that we've been friends since year seven 
so 11 years old well 20 so that's 15, 15 years. Wow. Exactly. That is mad. And it doesn't feel like... We've been talking for 15 years. And the thing is, we've gone through so much. It's no, in, and it still doesn't feel like... It's, it's like, when you think about the memories, it's very, very, like, modelled up. And it's yeah. like... It doesn't feel like a long time, but when you actually deep it, it it's, is, a it's a long It's time. literally a very long time. It's a very long time. So, yeah, that's something that 15 years... I would be shocked, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm still friends with them? Yeah, yeah. Because what? the thing is, when you're friends with someone, sometimes you don't really think about like the future in that yeah. way because i'm not gonna lie there have been people that i've been friends with i'm like yeah i'm gonna be friends with them forever like we're gonna have kids to get married together nah i'm opposite you know really i usually feel like i have friends but they're seasonal oh, so, no like i feel like when i go through this stage or maybe i move out of this mm. country yeah, yeah yeah we wouldn't have that same friendship anymore yeah whereas you lot from school i feel like nothing Absolutely nothing. We were literally even if in I traveled parts of the country, and we were still. Point, it's like, it's still, like yeah. that's, that's not I, yeah. So that's not something I have with a lot of people. Like mm. there's people in Union that I had, I was friends with. I don't talk to them now, and I was very. I knew that was gonna happen. Like, I was, yeah. Because like you know, you just know like some friendship is has an expiry date. Yeah. I, to me, I, that's so I'm shocked that. <laughs> To me, I thought after secondary school, bye. Yeah. And the fact that, no, I still wanted to, I was like, okay, yeah. this is not the same. This is different. Podcast. Like, we're actually doing something, not even just like spending time, but we're actually doing something that we're putting our effort and energy yeah. into. That's why it's different. Like, yeah, I'm 15 year old, be proud, boy. No, they would. They were Very proud because we really are doing it. Well, we Smart. Oh, you want a question? The last section now, the future the future 35 year old favor oh god <laughs> i don't think i want to say that one. what does that look like 35 uh, years no you have to answer no man you have to answer well, you answer first then i don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. okay 35 year old jen what does for me what does that look like for me 35 the thing is it's actually gonna come quick you know no, it's not that. I, I know exactly what I want. <laughs> okay. I just don't want to tell the internet. Ah, move, man. You can share, you can share yours. Why? Why? Sh- share yours, then. Well, what, what are you so afraid of? No, you share yours. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about if I want to share mine. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sick of tired, man. 35-year-old Jen. Wow. Mm-hmm. In 10 years' time. I actually don't know. I, 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 thought, I thought it would be a good question, but because I thought you would answer boldly, confidently. No, I'm not telling you guys. I don't know. All I know is my in ten years. Actually, it's never ten years. Nine years now. Bloody hell! But mm. I would be in a better place. A hundred percent. Financially. hundred percent. Mentally. hundred percent. Spiritually. hundred percent. Um, physically. hundred percent. Because I feel like talking about physically, I'm getting final. I've been getting final. The older I've been getting. I'm like, hmm. Mm, you want that girl? So yeah, all of that, all the good stuff. I don't, I don't want to see any stress. Anyone that looks like stress, anything that looks like stress, I destroy you. <laughs> Get out! I, I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want any no, stress. No, it's true. It's true. So basically, I, in more years to come, just, uh, just overall general improvement. Every single thing that that I, I have now, just a better version of that, yeah. and more, even more, basically. Mm-hmm okay well we don't have an answer for that sorry guys um being a firstborn is there specific things that you'll do or not do from what you've observed what do you mean though <laughs> <laughs> i was on 
the bus writing this. So I haven't really had time to really no but articulate my questions. In what sense though? Listen, like, anything. As as okay, so obviously this is for the future. Yeah. So there's any is there anything that you have seen observed maybe from your parents, just from other adults, that as a firstborn from the knowledge and experience that you have that you just like, no, I'm not gonna do I'm that. I'm not gonna do that in my own family or just Yeah, in whatever aspect. Um <laughs> Okay. In my if if being a firstborn, I feel like something I would okay, I'm gonna do what's something I would do and not do. Yeah, yeah. So something I would definitely do is still implement the element of being friends with your kids. I feel like some people find that really weird. It's like, oh don't I'm the parent, I don't want to be friends. Oh I'm very good. it works, man. Yeah. Your does. kids need to be comfortable with you. It, mm. it literally el- eliminates a lot of problems. Yeah. Because some because if they can't speak to you, they're gonna to speak to somebody else. It, I'd rather know everything that's going on with my child than they hearing it from a, a random stranger. So mm. yes, be my friend. <clears throat> be my friend with respect but be my friend so I'll and definitely be yeah. I love that with my parents like being more most especially my mom being able to just tell her anything and absolutely nothing and not feel like this one's gonna judge me she can judge but it doesn't affect me <laughs> African parents you know what I mean it's, the yeah, word, don't do it's what not, it's, it's not do, coming yeah. from a place of like I don't have to explain it it's just it's, it's good intention yeah so yeah, just yeah. having the ability to be comfortable with my parents 100% and having that trust that they give they have with me as being the firstborn, I will definitely implement that. Mm. I'm not going to implement stress. Don't stress me. I'm not going <laughs> to stress my child. Please, my child is a child. Until no, that's true. I am not going to do that. That mm. that's that part. Not doing it. Mm. Not doing it at all because it, it doesn't make sense. Because that child has his. They have their own. Like he or she has their own life. Like mm. why am I giving them, making them feel like, oh, because you came first. Did I choose myself? <laughs> Did I choose myself? I just came as all of you. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I came out and saw life. I came out and so and just saw people. Yeah. So it's almost like because God put me first, I must carry. No, I must no, not. I don't. No. I disagree with that. hundred percent. So that element of being like, yeah, you're in charge. I'm not in charge. <laughs> I'm not in charge. <laughs> I'm not in charge. <laughs> I'm not having that. Not having it. So that <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to make my child feel like they're carrying the responsibility of being a fa- being in the family. Like, yeah. no, you're a child as well. Yeah. And. Yeah, I think that's mainly it. I'm just going to be very mindful of knowing that, even though I know it's, it's, it's almost human nature to treat your kids differently based on their position, that's natural, but not overdo it. Yeah. Not always remind them, you're the first child, you're okay. <laughs> I came up first, so. The sperm seed connected first, so. Why you have to go into that detail, man? <laughs> Why people don't know about sperm and stuff? How, how old is our audience? Could be, could be little kids watching guys oh, god forbid don't listen to her <laughs> you can we don't no we don't get created through sperms we get created by mom and dad being happy and then ta-da anyway my answer um definitely what you said about i think allowing your children to be children yes ma'am 100 because i was telling so basically the relationship between the middle and the last child they'll have beef i don't know why you guys have be- no i'm being i said to ellie this personal beef that you have with your brother yeah where it's, has real. It it's real like, it's real where- no because it's like when Jaden was first born even before he was born ellie would be the one that would help my mom he'd always be there he was then all of a sudden there was a switch there's literally a personal beef i don't know where it's come from i said he's seven years younger than you i need you to realize that your development and mentality and perspective he is not at that stage so you can't be treating him like he's one year you're trying to fight him like why are you trying to tussle a five-year-old and the way that you treat him so i feel like me having that conversation with ellie made me realize that i because sometimes i do that with my brothers as well i put this expectation of like 
like clean the house i want the house to be clean i don't mm. want to be the one to clean the house all the time so i've created a rotor but i then have to realize that you know what if there are days where they're like they take ages to clean or they don't want to clean i was exactly the same so i don't know why i keep trying to push my expectations on them when they're kids they just want to be on their phones and stuff so i think for me when it comes to my family and my children a hundred percent i'm gonna let them be children yeah just let them develop it's let, just, it's let so them be important. children so um okay. one thing that i won't do is oh i haven't thought about this what won't i do i think that i won't I haven't thought about it. Break my phone. <laughs> you know what? Because I used to do it with my phone. No, break it. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to help you bend it a bit? No, it's all right. Okay. It's a habit. Um, I don't know what. I think there's a lot of things that I won't do, but I can't really think of them right now because I feel like it's just a an ongoing thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think I'll one thing. Another thing that I would definitely do as an adult is for myself i'm definitely gonna try to not be so reactive and emotional okay because i've seen that in my parents and i've seen how it gets them to certain situations whether it's with each other socially with the family and when i look at it from an outside perspective i'm like "Mm," like you know have you not learnt? So I think I'm, no, that's the thing. I'm going to be very intentional with my self-reflection and self-awareness. Because okay. I think that's something that a lot of the older African generation, they don't do or yeah, have. Yeah, and like, the thing is, I'm constantly having to, which is why I'm, I always say this, I'm genuinely, I feel like I'm lucky. I'll, I'll, say, I'll speak to mom yesterday, I'll say to her like, just the way we speak, not everyone does that. Yeah. But she was shocked because she was listening to our podcast. Woo. And she's like, people don't speak to their moms for five years? That's the only part she heard, you know. Oh, really? And I was like, yeah, I was like, mom, people don't, there's some people that have, that they don't have a, a great relationship yeah, with their parents. Yeah, yeah. And it could be for, from the child, it could be from the parent, but it's still broken. And the relationship mm, with my, she, mm. and she was so, she was so shocked to, to realize that there's people that do. She's like, what can make you not speak to your own parents that are still yeah. alive? And to her, she finds it crazy. Mom. I'm like, it's real. It's, it's real life. Like, not everybody has the ability to just speak to their kids and be open. Yeah. Especially when I'm giving a correction. She's not like, I'm the mom. Don't tell me not what to do. Yeah. I tell yeah. her things like, and she would be like, okay Even, mm. like she she would acknowledge and be like okay that's fine yeah she might repeat it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but at least she's given she, yeah and she's giving you the space to yes yeah. exactly yeah. i'm okay with her acknowledging that she's done wrong and that's it and mm, i know she's mm, gonna repeat mm, it sometimes mm. but i'm just like it is what it is but yeah. not everyone can even tell their parents that you're wrong like i can't really my dad is a bit different but now he's, he's a lot better now i can actually kind of vocalize mm. when he's in the wrong before my dad was never wrong with anything <laughs> but now he's getting better i'll do it indirectly you know when you're just talking to the air but yeah. you want them to yeah that's me because... so yeah that that side is honestly I, I, I love that like mm. being able to take corrections I would want my kids to have that with me man 100% because it's very yeah. important because I feel like in our heads most people most people feel like they're perfect not perfect but like it's hard to wrong. see it's hard to see where you're wrong like I yeah. can't see where I'm wrong unless you tell me and if you're not comfortable enough to tell me you end up you end up seeing people that you, you look at and you're thinking why are people why are you so bad and has anyone so no one's no told, one t- taught no one you, told yeah. you and sometimes no one's actually told them that your behavior actually stinks is mad. <laughs> it's actually very smelly like why do you behave like that and i understand because if you don't have people being honest with you around yeah, you it's hard exactly. to 
to reflect and be like, this is a side of me that needs to be improved on. Yeah. And even, I don't know, but you guys don't really tell me stuff. My parents tell me about yeah, me. Yeah, I need to yeah, improve yeah. on. Like my mum, I remember once I was doing, back when I was doing um, uh, makeup tutorials on the YouTube. And after I did it, my mum looked at me and she said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got annoyed. I got pissed off. I was like, I have spent time. I am, I'm, <laughs> Um, you know, you know that you know that video where um, I did it and then I did it again the next day. Yeah. It was that one, and I was just like, "Sorry," Mate. and I got so offended. And my mom was like, "You find it really hard to take criticism." Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, I do." Yeah. But I feel like would my friends ever tell me that? True. So it's it's it, I agree with you that you know you have to have that relationship with your parents where they will tell you they can the tell truth, you complete truth and they'll be like calm down yeah it's not deep like for example like my mom I told her the other day and I I I can kind of understand where she's coming from but her delivery sometimes it's wrong yeah and like so the, okay so there'll be certain things that I'll be like you know involving like church or maybe something to do with my personal relationship with God and she'll. She'll look at me and she'll chime in and she'll be like, oh, da, 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 da. and I remember one time I said to her, Mom, I understand that, you know, the, the pastor that you're listening to and going to, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm sure God is using him right and all of this stuff, but you need to stop putting him on such a high pedestal where you're taking in everything that he's saying and then trying to pass it on onto other people because now you're acting like you know more and you're better when you're yeah, not. Yeah, I said yeah. to her, you need to stop um putting uh, like just stop trying to believe that you know like i understand obviously my mom's always been a woman of faith and she's you know she she's got that really good relationship with god but i said because of who you're going to and listening to there's this um what does it there's this superiority that you feel like you have whenever i talk about my church and what i'm doing with god when that's not the case that all of us we're literally on the same journey we're still learning we're still growing we're still developing what i am doing if i feel like that's coming from pure intentions and i feel like that's what god's calling me to do let me do that you may not see that it's right but it's it's me and god because i was telling her about my fasting she's like no jennifer fasting is when you want to stop doing something bad and you go to god and say Mm. i want to stop and i was like yeah but my intention behind fasting is not because i'm doing something bad it's because i'm seeking god i want i want to hear him and you're coming here all and i said to her mom you need to humble yourself Mm -hmm. because you can't keep coming to me saying your church this and it's like when i know the right intentions so yeah man like it's it's i do know i love that as well because it it clearly shows the old generation and the new generation of christianity Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes the old generation feel like what what are these little kids doing? Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They're just mm. dancing in church, dancing, and you're like, I'm sorry, like mm, mm, just mm, because mm. you guys all sat down and just looked at each other, not <laughs> and doing all wore scarves and didn't wear no makeup, didn't wear earrings. Oh, I don't want to sit. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sorry, that's ju- that was your that was your time, and yeah. even the Bible is very much in context. Your time. In, in that context, yeah. it makes sense to, to behave that, yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it actually doesn't. So when I see people doing, I'm thinking, you honestly, is do what you have to do because that's your journey. But don't don't even try to disturb no, me. No, don't literally. try to, to project that onto me or make me feel like no. I'm not. I'm doing less because 
Because you're do. Who told you that's moving more holy? Oh, please. <laughs> no, I said to mama, mom, please. I beg, humble yourself. Like, yeah. unless God has said to you, Jen, what you're doing, no. Like, tell your daughter what she's doing is wrong, then I'll accept it. But you're coming to me based off what you're hearing. And I'm not denying that he's a man of God, but... Because all of them, they're all adults. They're literally 40, 50, 60. Like, let me be in my youth like, and enjoy my time. You, not, you can barely relate to what's happening right now, like... Please, it's not. In even context. when I was, because I was, because I was trying to convince her to come to the crossover service, and I was like, "There's even going to be a concert after." She was like, "But how do you know if, if those people are actually singing for God? Maybe they're just rapping, rapping." Favor, when I tell you, I got so annoyed. Yeah. Because I was like, "It's long. There's no point explaining." Yeah. I said, "You know what? You'd, I don't want you to come anyway." Yeah, but anyway, guys, I feel like we've been chatting. Yeah, we have. It's gonna Woo! run. It's got it's definitely just so many things to so many things to so many things. unpack. There but, is, but. I really hope you guys really enjoyed this because yes. I feel like I was actually quite open. Me, me, me talking about my childhood. Like that's not something that comes to. Like I don't tell everyone this. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not the person that be like, oh guys, when I was younger. Trauma. Like the thing is, you know, a lot of people go through a lot, and not everyone expresses what they've been through. This, even what I was saying, this is very, a very diluted version. Like mm. I've been through a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. actual real life problems that was really difficult. Mm. So it's like this, I'm happy. I'm able to open up small, small. Do you know what I mean? thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode we hope that from beginning to end from me crying to me ranting to favorite opening very emotional i'm exhausted i love it i'm exhausted (laughs) we hope that it was um it gives you um a different perspective of us Mm -hmm. um we hope that it's a reflection for you um because we chatted so much the friend died but yeah we just wanted to say bye guys thank you so much for for watching and listening to listening. us thank you um we'll see you next episode bye, bye. hey Oof, we have chatted, chatted, chatted.